What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Upper Room Devotional. Justin, what's up? What is up, my man? We are in chapter five of James, one through six, I believe. We are plugging along one through six today. It says, come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries which are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted and your garments have become moth-eaten. Your gold and your silver have rusted and their rust will be a witness against you and will consume your flesh like fire. It is in the last days that you have stored up treasure. Behold, the pay of the laborers who mowed your fields and which has been withheld by you cries out against you, and the outcry of those who did the harvesting has reached the ears of the Lord of the Sabbath. You have lived luxuriously on earth and led a life of wanton pleasure. You have fattened your hearts in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and put to death the righteous man. He does not resist you. Well, Tim, we know that uh, James is wisdom literature, mm-hmm. and in this particular passage, he's showing us what riches can be like used from a wisdom of the world perspective. And so he's calling um, out rich people who are living for wealth and living for their own desires and not considering God. Um, uh, last devotional that we just did, we did this passage about somebody who's um, living their life for themselves and is building and saying, oh, I'll do this and I'll do that. And then their life is called from them. And <clears throat> if you consider this would be near and dear, or at least very close to home for a lot of the hearts of the people who were in this dispersion of people. If you remember, these people were spread abroad. Uh, they were living lives. They had land. They had families. They had jobs. And then persecution breaks out, and a lot of them had to leave all of those things. And so he's reminding all of them that that day of judgment can come, and you can lose absolutely everything. And so he's reminding them this in this in this moment, hey, listen, your your riches don't mean anything if you've been putting away for the wrong things. Your what you've been putting away and what you've been working toward doesn't mean anything if if it hasn't been towards God and what He's called us to do. And so the question in this passage is what is success? Mm. What what is success? Because riches aren't the problem here. The heart of this person is. The uh, riches are not the issue. That some of the some of the poorest people I know <laughs> can be some of the greediest, most frustrating people I know. Yeah. And I know some very wealthy people that you wouldn't know it and who spend a ton of time giving and pouring into other people. But there is a type of pursuit of riches and there's a type of rich heart that uh, it's, it's talking about a fattened heart <laughs> that is lavish and taking care of itself. And especially in this passage, the Bible says, and is ignoring the people around them that need help. Behold, the pay of the laborers who mowed your fields and which have uh, and which has been withheld by you cries out against you. He's literally saying, and you have you have been very shrewd in bad ways, and you have kept back what you should not have kept back from people who have worked against you. And and here's what he's saying: No one resisted you. No one, no one came against you. You have condemned and put to death a righteous man, and he does not resist you. He's saying you've sentenced people to this kind of life. You've used your money to get away with different things, and nobody can stand against you because of the life that you lived. And he's saying it's all coming to an end. Mm-hmm. If, if you live a life like that, it's coming, it's coming to an end. Um, so when we look at this picture, you want to ask yourself the question, um, at some point, it'll be too late to change should I change right now? 
You know, at some point it's going to be too late to make right the things that I promised other people I would eventually make right. Like I told this person I was going to pay him back. I I told this person I would help him. You know, this person's done a ton of stuff for me. He's helped me get where I am. If you're running a business, if you're running, um, you know, a, 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 you know, a corporation of some kind or something like that. The question is, are you actually taking care of the people that you're working for? Yeah. Are you actually paying them fair wages? Are you doing right by their families? Are you working uh, like God has given you the thing that you have and you need to honor the people in it? Or are you working uh, for yourself? And at some point, the voice of those people who have you've taken from and trampled down to get what you wanted is, is going to cry out against you for the way that you lived and, and what you did with what you had. So um, <clears throat> this picture is, a, is definitely a sobering one. And uh, the reality is in this, God has given us uh, stewardship. God has given everyone something. And you need to make sure that you're being honest with whatever you're, whatever you're doing. I, I love the quote, um, the middle class doesn't love the poor, they just hate the rich. <laughs> so it's not this, reading a text like this, almost like the one that we did on judgment is hard because there's so many people who have taken this to an extreme in the wrong direction. But I would say certainly there are people who are wealthy that are mistreating other people, getting ahead at other people's expense and judgment is, is coming for people like that. Yeah. And in Luke 16, we actually have this picture of it where you have Lazarus and the rich man. Mm-hmm. And what happens is the rich man is doing his own thing and enjoying life. And Lazarus is a good man, but he's been sitting outside um, sick and poor and impoverished. Um, Both of them die and one goes to Hades and one goes to paradise. And he's like, you know, the picture is, um, you know, one of them saying, go back and warn my brothers not to live the way that I did. The rich man says this to Lazarus and Lazarus is like, no one can cross this chasm. but But the answer is you had your time in life. You lit, You got all the reward you're ever going to get in that moment. There is none left for you. And then he goes on to say, if they wouldn't listen to Moses or the prophets or scripture, they're sure as heck not going to listen to you, even if you would come back from the dead in a dream or a vision to warn them. Yeah. And the reality is I'm reading this scripture right now, and there are probably people who are not going to change their mind. And so it's this fulfilled yeah. prophecy, yeah. right? It's crazy how greedy you actually are until you start being more generous with your stuff. Yeah. Like, um, I got a wedding to go to next week. Yeah. There was a family member who wasn't going to be able to make it. So Brett and I were like, well, we, we can give you, we'll give you some money. Now we live paycheck to paycheck really tightly, Yeah, but it wasn't going to hurt us. So we, I said, Hey, we'll give you this much. Would this get you out there? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I'll pay you back. Whatever. That didn't yeah. matter to me. That's cool. I felt good. Felt right. I'm like, cool. I'm being generous. Yeah. But I haven't given him the money yet. <laughs> I went days processing that over my brain. Right. Yeah. I, I got to send in the money. I, Just I don't do it want right to. Now. Yep. This is a good idea. What if, yeah. you know, I got a family to think about. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. The cure for greed is generosity, right? Yeah. You start giving stuff away and it doesn't have the hold on you that it normally has on you. But the more, the tighter your fist is on the things that you have, the quicker it'll die. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it's easy to say you're generous until you actually start being one. Absolutely. Don't, uh, don't end up like the rich man who at the end of his life realized that he worked for all the stuff that didn't matter yeah. and abused people and did the wrong thing. Lazarus, who didn't have anything at the end, ends up being the righteous person. So success by this world standards might be failure by Christ standards and failure by Christ standards might be success by the world standards. And that's not a broad statement. There are rich people that love Jesus. There are poor people that hate Jesus. Mm -hmm. But money definitely has the ability to grip your heart. And as Christians, we need to be people who say, nope, 
I'm going to be generous. I'm going to give it away because it's God's money in the first place. And I'm going to take care of the people that are in my stewardship. Nice. Cool. All right, guys. Catch you next time.